Man Factor 3. Genesis chapter 1, we are reading from the verse 1. In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. Read, read, read from the verse 26. From the verse 26. 26. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moved upon the earth. Chapter 1, verse 31, sorry. Chapter 1, verse 31. And God saw everything that he had made. And God saw everything that he had made. And behold. And behold. It was very good. It was very good. And the evening and the morning and the were the sixth day. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Chapter 2, verse 1 downwards. Thus the heaven and the earth were finished, and all the hosts of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he and, and on the seventh day, the Bible never said that God ended work. Or the Bible never said that work was ended. But the Bible says that on the seventh day, God ended his work. Read it for me. God ended which it, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. Yes. And God blessed the seventh day. And then God blesses the seventh day. And sanctified it sanctified the seventh day because that in it he had rested from all his that, work that in it he had rested from all his work which god created and made yes verse 4 these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created uh -huh. in the day that the lord god made the earth and the heaven uh -huh. and every plant of the field before it was in the earth mm -hmm. and every herb of the field before it grew mm -hmm. for the lord god had not caused it for those of you who were here earth. last week know what I'm talking about. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth. Uh-huh. And there was not a man to till the ground. And he said that the reason why God did not cause it to rain upon the earth is because, I shared with you, man had been created, but man was still absent. And so God was looking for man. He can't locate man. And although man had been created, man was still absent. And so God said, because man is absent, I cannot locate man. And so I cannot cause it to rain upon the earth. Because when it rains, as much as it brings out the fertility of the ground, it is the duty of God to bring fertility from the ground. But it is the duty of man to keep the earth in shape. Okay, read it. Two, verse 6 but there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground uh -huh. and the Lord God formed man of the dust of and the then ground the Bible says that though man had been created 
and yet was absent God said let me form man after creation look at the process the first process is let us make man he did not say let us create man neither did he say let us form man but he said let us make man and then in the process of the making there is the creation and there is the formation and I told you last week that although God had created man man was still absent and so God said let me then form what I have already created and I told you last week that God will only form what has already been created and that is why the Bible says God said to Jeremiah that before you were formed you had already been created you were still in existence God said I created you before I formed you and I told you last week that in everybody's life you've got to go through a process of making and the process of making and so when Jesus meets a man by the name of Peter and tells him follow me and I will make you it is to say I will create before I form and creation is the supernatural abilities of God and formation is the visibility of man I told you uh, last week that the Bible says that when the angel met Jacob the Bible said that he asked him what is your name and then the angel makes a quick call to heaven and he said I want the profile of a man by the name of Jacob and they search through the archives and they cannot find any name by the name of Jacob God said can I see his picture and the moment God saw the picture he said that is the mistake the man is called Jacob on earth but in heaven he is called Israel he is walking with the wrong identity and so before God does anything marvelous in your life there should be the supernatural creative power of God after which the supernatural will bring the natural which is the formation of God hey 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 some of you God has created you to be great men and great women of God you may not say it but if you will not relent but stand up on your feet and hold on to the horns of the altar whatever you were created to be shall surely be formed hey 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 so God creates before he forms tell your neighbor he creates before he forms and that is where the issue of prayer comes into play you've got to create your life you've got to create your destiny you've got to create your family pattern you've got to create what you need God to do for you create it by the power of prayer and if you can create it by the power of prayer whatever has been created will surely be formed and the fact that God could not see man was not an indicator that man was not in existence man existed man was still in the supernatural but God said for the world to see what I created so that I can give rain let that which was created be formed so creation is supernatural formation is natural and visibility and when you put it together 
we have the making of God. Let us make man in our own image and in our likeness. I'm talking about the man factor. And when God finishes creating man, the Bible says that he puts man in authority. Look at what happens. Genesis chapter 1. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And he does it. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air. And over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which it is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you it shall be for meat and to every beast of the earth and to every fowl of the air and to everything that creepeth upon the earth wherein there is life I have given every green herb for meat and it was so and God saw everything that he had made and behold it was very good and the evening and the morning were the sister day so the creation of man and on the sixth day and then when you come down to the chapter 2 verse 1 and the Bible says that God rested on the seventh day on the seventh day God rested on the seventh day God said I am done with my work the Bible says that he rested from his work when I was a baby believer, I thought that God resting on the seventh day means that God is tired and God can no more do anything. And, and it is because God is so exhausted and that God has worked so hard. And so God rests on the seventh day. I shared this with you before, but for the sake of what I'm preaching about, let me put it in. God did not rest on the seventh day because he was tired because he that we serve neither slumbers nor sleeps but we came to church why because a thousand years in the sight of God is like a day and a day in the sight of God is like a thousand years God neither slumbers nor sleeps he that watches over Israel the Bible said neither slumbers nor sleeps he works around the clock he is never tired he is never exhausted and that is why I believe God did not just create man but after creation God formed man with a pattern nobody has ever seen God before but I can describe how God looks I believe that God gave me eyes because God himself has eyes. How did I know? Because the Bible says that the eyes of the Lord goes to and fro. And so he gave me eyes because he also has an eye. God has this head. I don't know, it might not be as big as my head. But I remember what Paul told the Corinthian church. He said that Christ is the head of the church. So God gave me a head because he himself has this head. I have intestines and I believe God himself has intestines because when John bet 
Jesus on the island of Patmos he said you've got to watch out I have swallowed you into my inner belly and into my intestines if you are neither cold nor hot I will throw you up I will bring you out of my intestines that is to say he gave me intestines because he himself has intestines he gave me these small ears because God himself has ears the Bible says that the ears of the Lord are not shortened are not closed to an extent that he cannot hear your prayers God has ears I believe he gave me this beautiful nose because God himself has nose. The Bible said whenever the prayers of the saints and the incense were going up into heaven, God will descend on earth and shall begin to smell. I was created in the express image of God. God has hands and that is why he gave me hands because the Bible says that his hands are not shortened. God has legs because in the garden of Eden the Bible says that God was walking in the garden of Eden I don't know you might be poor you might be rich you might be uneducated you might have it all you might have traveled you might never have traveled but the good news is that you were not created like monkeys you were created in the express image of God you are the image of God you are the image of God he created you in his image he created you in his likeness ladies and gentlemen what makes a man is not the car he drives what makes a man is not the eye the house that he lives in but what you make you a man is the image that you were created out of I'm talking about the man factor don't underestimate yourself don't walk in ignorance don't walk in inferiority complex you've been created in the image of God and I'm not getting there but let me touch it a bit you are not just created in the image of God you have been bought with the precious blood of the lamb who is called a witch who is called a demon who is called a principality he said behold I have given you power and authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you ladies and gentlemen it's time to understand that I'm not, I'm not just the image of God I am a child of God let me be frank let me be frank and truthful to you let me be very very frank and truthful to you I don't know whether God made a mistake by bringing the prophetic into the church I am a prophet myself but at times I sit down and I think that the prophetic is trying to cover the power of Jesus today the church is afraid of demons today the church is afraid of witches today the church is afraid of principalities but I come to tell you that he that lives in the inside of you is greater and mightier than he that is in the world I don't know who is fighting you I don't know who is your enemy but I came to tell you that little children he of God and he that lives in you is greater than he that lives in the world listen to this the prophetic doesn't come to insult fear it comes to give directions ladies and gentlemen when you know your auntie is a witch that is not to say run away from her Jesus in you the hope of glory when they meet you at the funeral grounds there is a Jesus in the inside of you you are not just the creation of God you are a child of 
God. Today churches are afraid of everything. 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 People that can walk on serpents. And the Bible says that if you drink any deadly thing, it should not hurt you. When they come together against you and they put poison in your food, God shall turn it together and make it vitamins for your body. And so they think you are dying, but you shall be growing better. Your hair is growing better. Your legs are growing better. Your nails are growing better. And they say, ah, we poisoning. It is all because he that lives in the inside of you is greater than he that is in the world. Understand that Jesus does not live in your legs. He doesn't live on your head. He lives in the inside of you. He lives in your heart. And any form of infiltration, if the enemy should come in like poison, there is Jesus in the inside of you. Nobody can kill you before your time. Nobody can kill you before your time. Nobody can kill you before your your times lift up your hands and shout yes the man factor understand this that even besides being born again you are the creation of God I did not see God saying that this one was created better than the other we may not be the same in delivery and in purpose but we are the same in creation I might be a lawyer and you may be a carpenter that does not give me an edge over you you are the image of God and I am the image of God let me say this again you've got to understand in your life and you see we live in a society that's honest and remunerates sycophancy, fear, inferiority complex, poverty. If you know your rights, you are proud. If you know your worth, you are proud. If you know your value, you are proud. But understand that nobody was created better for than you. I may be very anointed. I am a man of God. I am a child of God. But when God gives me the grace to have Nana as a member of this church, that does not make me better than Nana. I should understand that of all my anointing, this is a matured man. When we come to the house of God, I should remember that we are the same and it's even better than me in terms of wisdom, in terms of experience. He might not have my anointing, but I cannot have his age. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to understand you may be blessed with a car you may be blessed with a house you may be blessed with an anointing it doesn't matter what it is we were all created in the image of God always understand this it is the grace of God that makes an uneducated person like me to have lawyers as my members to us to have doctors as my members 
but the problem that we have is that when God gives us grace we think that we are better off than the people who don't have it so if you are not careful and you don't drive a car and you come to church there are people who drive in cars that will make you feel like you are not a human being but I come to tell you what makes you a human being is not a car what makes you a human being is not a house what makes you a human being is not a dollar it is the same eyes the same ears and the same mark don't let anybody intimidate you you were created in the express image of God I'm talking about the man factor listen to this you must always know your worth you must always know your worth some of you I call your spirit the spirit of Ziba oh a dog like me for the fact that he was crippled he thought he was a dog he said how can you favor a dog like me the king's child a prince for that matter didn't see himself as a prince he saw himself as a dog some of you are hearing the sound of my voice you have let the enemy indoctrinate you that your classmate that has become an MP is better than you but I came to tell you what makes you better it's not your title it is the blood that is in the inside of you but the good news is he has the ordinary blood but you have an ordinary blood and you have an extraordinary blood in your life you've got to understand that you are a child of God and you have been created in the express image of God lift up your hands and shout yes know your wealth the man factor I respect my superiors I respect people that have made it in life. I respect the president of this nation. I respect Nana Kufuado. I respect President John Mahama. But whenever I sit down with them, I let them understand that I respect the grace of God upon them. But that does not make me inferior to them. They may be president, but I am my own president. I am my own rich man. I am my own doctor. I am my own lawyer. Don't let anybody use his position to undermine you. You were created in the express image of God. Lift up your hands and shout yes. We live in the world that if you are not careful, you see, the conscience of people are dead now. People no more respect God. People still come to church, they sin, they do all sorts of stupid things because the fear of God has left the church. People come to church, they are still doing all kinds of things. Lesbianism. Today, people, two men can come into church and they are sleeping together. Animals. A woman sleeping with an, a woman. Animals. Today, conscience has left. And so people are lying and doing all kinds of things. And if you are not careful and you meet a man, the kind of things he can tell you, he will make you feel like you are not a human being. Hey, the kind of things that God has done in the past three years, it's amazing. From nothing to something. I was a nobody. But now I have a house at Itlegon. I have a house at Airport Hills. I have a house at Hilltop. God has even blessed me with the land at Edom, and yet the house that he's living in is even rented. And so when they meet you, they will make you feel inferior. They will make you feel like life is 
awful for your life in the midst of all say to the lord thank god for your life but my time and my hour is coming you've got to understand that you are who the lord says you are and that's why i love that song i am who god says i am i know whom i am the man factor if you allow yourself if you allow yourself and you don't see yourself in the light of men some of you today if you are to even meet Kwame despite the way you roll on the floor and feel like you are nothing and he is everything whoever you meet if you are going for the interview when you meet them be confident it doesn't matter who is interviewing you your interviewer is not the holder of your life if he gives you the job or not you still have jesus in the inside of you and christ in you is the hope of glory i thought i was coming to church i thought i was coming to church if you go to the embassy most of these people at the embassy they are even school dropout and then you are going to meet a white man for interview you are serving a God that can lift you from, from the Mary clay and establish your feet on a rock. Your life is better than a visa. Your life is better than a car. Your life is better than a house. Your life is better than a clothes. Your life is better than perfume. You've got to understand that you were created in the express image of God. Some of you have allowed the pressures of life to determine your value and because you are hard-pressed there are times you begin to even question yourself if you are a human being like I told you the most expensive things in life are not for sale if somebody can use his money his position were we not here when the whole of Ghana though they claim they claim it was a stolen verdict voted for John Evans Atamels to be the president of Ghana and of all his influence and his influence the man died his influence could not buy one minute of life for him you are not a president you live in zongo you don't even have a rented house you are still alive and the president is dead and gone you've got to understand that you were created in the express image of god don't be timid don't be timid don't allow them to use your their gift their influence their position their money to underestimate you you are a child of god be confident break out of your shells and understand that i am a child of god i was created in the express image of god ah, i thought you were going to shout to the glory of god somebody has more money than you he's no more human than you don't allow anybody to treat you like an animal don't if even you a security man respect your boss serve him well but understand that he's human and you are human but when he begins to insult you remind you throw urinal at you quit the house don't be treated like an animal you don't know what god has in store for you he can pick up one thing and set down another thing the bible said that promotion does not come from the north there is not the south it is the arm of the father that lifts up a king and demotes another king you are not an animal you are a perfect human being
some level of dignity. And for those of you who God has blessed, and you have become CEOs and, and, and entrepreneurs, and God has prospered and blessed you, some of us forget when God picks us up and where he picked us up from. When God gives you workers, you treat your workers like they are animals. And some of you have made servants in your homes. And, and when you are cooking, you cook fufu for your children and you let them eat gare. Watch out. Watch out. If you are a maid servant in that kind of a home, leave the hostile environment. Progress. You never know what God can do for your life. Don't be arrogant, but understand your value and your work. were created in the express image of God don't be arrogant but there's always a thin line between arrogance and confidence if you are not careful you are going to mistake confidence for arrogance I remember I wanted to do law for the lawyers who are here they know what I'm talking about about how many years ago about four four years ago and I wanted to do law because I'm tired of not having certificates and I felt I needed to be a lawyer. And we're about 550 people, uh, engineers, doctors, we're 550 people. They wanted to take um, eight people out of the five. And I flew in from America, we went to do the examination and out of the 550, I was part of the eight. And after you pass, you have to go for interview because they were taking about three people. I went for the interview, the dean, and there were about, about a panel of 11 people, all lawyers, matured and immatured. The moment I entered the office, they said everybody that enters begins to shake. But it's not because I went an extra mile. It is because before I entered, I knew they were all human beings. Who bath, who use the toilet, who use the loo, who freshen up, who shave. Don't look at me like you are not human. I said, don't look like me like you are not human. I conscientized myself, and the moment I entered the office, with all humility, I said, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. He said, good morning. I said, Dean, how are you doing? 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 I stood up, they said, sir, be seated. I sat down. And when they had to be asking me questions, I was asking them questions. that lawyers here the result came I had 97% in the interview I had it but as crooked and wicked as wicked as our generation is although I had taught they still wanted some cash from me it wasn't right what am I saying when you are invited for interview do your best you just do your best but declare to yourself I shall not be intimidated if you meet a president, thank God for the opportunity. But that president is just like you. You were all created in the image of God. And it is time and chance that has made him a president. Today you are nobody, but tomorrow you shall be everybody. So don't just underestimate yourself. Lift up your hands when you meet people with God's grace and God's favor. And say to yourself, thank God for their lives. But my time and my day is also coming. The man factor.